0: More than 215 people arrested, more than 200 charges forwarded to Crown Council. That's just in three weeks. Three weeks of an anti-shoplifting blitz by Vancouver Police. And does that give us an idea of how incredibly widespread this shoplifting problem is? Have you seen it? I think lots of people have. If you work in a retail store, you undoubtedly have. Local businesses are facing a huge challenge in dealing with this. And joining us now to talk about that is Tony Hunt, who's the General Manager of Loss Prevention at London Drugs. Tony, thanks for being here.
1: Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, tell me a bit about your participation in this operation barcode, then. Was this something that you said, yes, come on, let us help out with this?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, We work very closely with our other retail uh, partners, retail industry uh, uh, stakeholders. We work together to try and command a common foe here, which is a threat to our staff, uh, a uh, you know, a, a tsunami of shoplifting that we're seeing now creating great losses. So when we can work with law enforcement and Vancouver Police has been very cooperative uh, to try and see if we can't suppress some of the intense crime that we're seeing, uh, we jump on board and uh, many of the businesses made large contributions of, uh, you know, their own security teams to be able to help monitor and report during this time to get an idea of just how bad the problem really is and come up with some solutions, hopefully.
0: Now, you said a tsunami of sh- shoplifting. Now, how, how bad is it? And, and what do you think it got worse in the last couple of years? Yeah, we've
1: seen in the in the retail industry, and this is not just a Vancouver problem. We're seeing across the country, we're seeing across the United States, a a large lift in shoplifting activity, large losses to retailers, and you're seeing increases of on the magnitude of about 20 to 25 percent across retail. Now, this is a significant amount because retail runs on very small margins. So the profit that comes from you know the sale of goods needs to pay for you know increases in staff wages, increases in costs rent increases in costs just like any you know consumer or homeowner is seeing increases in costs those increases in costs need to be borne by the the retail business and you know whether it's a mom-and-pop shop trying to make ends meet or a larger company like us a medium-sized company we're seeing really significant increased costs so these you know, large 20, 25 percent increases in losses uh, are making it very unsustainable in some places in North America to operate stores. And you see large and small retailers and, and, and unfortunately their staffs out of business because of it.
0: Where are some of the worst hit London drugs locations?
1: Um, we see see a uh, high concentration as you can imagine in the downtown core, uh, but uh, what we 're seeing is this is it 's almost a regional problem these days when you see uh, intensity of you know street disorder and street crime happening, uh, you obviously get a lot of activity uh, but uh, a lot of this is driven by as you can imagine you know drug dependency uh, or uh, an, you know an epidemic of of homelessness and mental illness that you see out there on the streets. And the goods that are stolen are are, are most often stolen for resale these days, the ones that we're concerned about. And that radiates out through a region because, you know, you can't pick on, you know, one victim all the time in those situations if you're stealing every day for your needs.
0: So are you worried about your staff? Like, what are some of the incidents that have happened?
1: There's been uh, there's been countless incidents. I mean, one just needs to, uh, you know, take a look at YouTube at all the different incidents they're seeing across North America. Uh, when we look at our uh, situation, we've seen over the last five years, pre-COVID, we started to see a, a real build and a real increase in violence and abuse against retail workers. We're not alone. Our, our, our counterparts across the industry are seeing the same thing, and we saw a five-fold increase over the last five years. And uh, the good news is, is as we've applied um, – you know, cooperative pressure like this over the last three months we've seen a, a decrease but it is still an overwhelming uh, amount of uh, abuse, spitting, uh, racial slurs, um, shoving, pushing, throwing things um, associated with both shoplifting incidents and also just really bad behavior by some people in, in public spaces.
0: it's oh, awful. What do you think Tony would make a difference here?
1: well it clearly it seems in some ways like it's open season on retail workers and frontline uh, employees in service businesses uh one would one would think that in the event that something like this was to happen in a ministerial office or a judge's chambers or in a in a in a you know government agency office someplace on a regular basis there would be swift and decisive action by all levels of government and ministries uh, across all levels of government Um, i think we need a coordinated effort by uh, government of all levels Social services agencies, corrections. Um, uh, there needs to be uh, a, an approach, a practical approach by the BC Prosecution Service administratively, uh, to be able to make sure that things where you know people are offending and there's violence involved. Are dealt with very promptly, so somebody's not on the street immediately or waiting on a court date for a year and a half. And through that time, victimizing people in retail and frontline uh, service worker, uh, you know, occupations and jobs. People need to feel safe, and uh, we need a bunch of different people to come together to help make that happen.
0: Is that what you've seen? Is it the same people? Like they get arrested, and the next day they're back.
1: Oh, there's there's been an absolute um, uh, pattern uh, emerge of people who are in you know many times high needs and desperate situations themselves to be able to steal to be able to feed habits or or to be able to exist. Um, and, uh, you know, they come in with higher levels of desperation all the time, and there's an an ongoing escalation where people are committing, you know, violent shoplifting, utilizing weapons, and taking what they think they need because they feel they have to, and it needs to be interceded with, uh, somebody needs to interrupt that pattern. Um, In this particular uh, project we just did, I know that the VPD mentioned they had somebody who committed two offenses, stealing with a knife being shown, um, you know, uh, and and in short order was back out on the streets and doing it again within 24 hours. So um, we do see that and we see it fairly often.
0: I guess I wonder as well here, Tony, like this is great, you know, Operation Barcode, three-week blitz, but what happens when the three-week blitz is over?
1: Well, yeah, that's a, it's a great question. It falls immediately on the feet of the businesses and the managers and the employees who have to, you know, work every single day to try and make sure that their stores are safe. And you're dealing with this at a time where there's incredible increased costs. It's very difficult to find, um, you know, uh, enough people to be able to um, have qualified security staff and security workers in place. Um, it's very difficult to you know, find people. Um, I know I've had conversations with security professionals that don't want to work in the downtown core, for example, because they have to deal with, you know, uh, uh, very different um, volumes of crime that we have there. So it falls on the retailer and their staff. Um, And uh, the good news is, is we have great partners in the Vancouver police who are, uh, you know, working with us on that. And we have other municipalities where we have police agencies that help us as well. But uh, it's it's an incredibly stressful situation for retail workers and they need to feel safe and we need help.
0: Yeah, I'll bet they do. How can we help?
1: Well, I think it's important that the public... Recognizes that when they see you know goods that are for sale that would typically be in a in a in a store uh, you know razor blades and oil of la uh, uh, you know facial creams that sort of thing batteries uh, and they're being sold uh, secondhand uh, in a location um, it's a good idea to check in, and and try and see if you can figure out whether or not it's even sourced by a, a legitimate purpose the goods that are being stolen in these stores are being stolen in large enough quantities that they're there for illicit sales purposes and so that's important. The pressure, uh, you know, we've got thousands and thousands of people who work in retail in this province and uh, all of us are related to somebody who are working in retail and we need to tell our MLA and our uh, you know our mayors and councils and uh, our police agencies that we need focused support on making sure that frontline service workers in you know retail and restaurants are, are kept safe and that the justice system is there to make sure that once somebody shows a pattern of abusing people that, uh, that something's done about it to interrupt that pattern
0: Agreed. Uh, Tony, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having us. Tony Hunt, anytime. Tony Hunt, a general manager of loss prevention at London Drugs, talking about their struggle with shoplifting. And you know what? Tony makes an excellent point. Don't buy the stuff. You know what? A lot of people come across the stuff, right? It is being sold. A lot of it is not being stolen for personal consumption. Don't buy the stuff. Uh, that's why they're doing it because it's profitable, right? They're making money off of it too. So we also have a role to play here. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.